This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you're waiting for something in the kitchen, like you're waiting for the microwave to finish microwaving something, you're waiting for water to boil, or maybe you're waiting for the oven to preheat, what do you do? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. Hello. Uh, what do you do when you're waiting for things to finish in the kitchen? Why are we asking? So I saw this tweet from Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and he's lying on the floor uh, looking at his phone. He's lying on the, his back on the floor of the kitchen looking at his phone. And the caption of the picture is, anyone else lay on the floor while they're waiting for things to finish in the oven? <laughs> And I laughed because I thought, well, no, I don't lay on the floor, but I probably do weird things that other people would think were weird. Uh, And I was like, what do people do when you're in the kitchen and you're waiting, right? Like if you're waiting for the water to boil, that sometimes takes time and maybe you've prepped everything and you just need the water to boil and you got to pass the time. Yeah. 651-641-1071. What do you do in the kitchen when you're waiting? Let's uh, go to the phones. Dee Dee is on the line. Hi, Dee Dee. Hi, Dee. Hi. What do you do in the kitchen when you're waiting for something? I organize a cabinet or a drawer or clean the crusties out of the silverware tray. Okay, so you're efficient and you actually, like, do something that needs to be done that you don't want to set aside time to do later. Yep. Oh, you're good like that, Dee Dee. Thank you for your call. And actually, that's really good advice. Like, I should probably be doing that instead of what I'm actually doing, which is not that. Um, let's go to Ann. Ann is on the line. Hi, Ann. Hi, Ann. Ann, what, what do you do when you're waiting for something in the kitchen? So while I'm doing the dishes, usually, or ignoring the dishes, I think up what I want to write on. I have index cards that keep me focused, you know. Oh. Um, the wow. most recent one I wrote said, do something and just put it on my fridge so oh. that it's a reminder. And the next one going up says, this is from eggs this morning. Be respectful. The rest will follow. Oh. That's for the whole house. I love that. That's a clever and use that's, of your time. That is a clever use of your time. And thank you for your call when she was waiting for the eggs oh. this morning. She put, threw together some wisdom Yeah, that's for the whole household. Uh, what do you do when you're waiting for things? You know, I was thinking about this. I actually, it's funny, in the break, went to microwave something, and I was like, what am I going to do? Right? But I would never just stand at the microwave, so I uh, walked in and um, walked into that area that uh, we prep in and was just cleaning mm-hmm. up, you know. That was smart. Yeah. Thank I mean, you for doing when, that. When I, um, 
when I'm in my house, I'm usually I usually am doing like five other things at once in the kitchen when mm-hmm. I'm microwaving something. So I just always have something else to keep me busy. I never just stand there and sit and stare at the microwave. Right. It seems a little. Also, this Jesse Tyler Ferguson photo. I'm very confused as to how this all happened. Okay. Because why? the photo, like oh. who took the photo? Right. I don't know. I think and that's also, a great question. Also, I mean, maybe somebody walked in the room and was like, why are you on the floor and took True. that photo, which seems totally plausible. Also, I marvel that he's walking through his kitchen with white socks on mm-hmm. and not slippers or sandals. Like, And I would never lay on my floor because I cook too much that it, like, while I'm cooking, it's probably too dirty for me to be laying on the well, floor. Well, can we also like, can we just take a peek at the rest of the picture? Look it's at how spotless. It's, spotless. it's spotless. I actually, here's what I actually think. If I'm if I'm really going to nitpick this picture, I just think he wanted to show off his pretty kitchen. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's look, nice. It's a nice kitchen. It's so nice. But I do not c- cook like that. <laughs> uh, you mean like laying on the floor with or nothing cl- clean. with nothing out. Right? I mean there is nothing out. There's like a pot that's like ceremoniously placed That's a on show pot. Stove. Yeah. <laughs> It's not actually being used. Uh, 651-641-1071. What do you do while you're waiting for things in the kitchen? We did get an email from Taylor who said, set a timer loud enough and get back to whatever show I'm watching. <laughs> I mean, I kind of... That's smart. What do you I do? I appreciate that. I do a lot of dumb things. Like, um, to me, kitchens are kitchens are for dancing. So kitchens this are is left over from when I was young. Okay. Uh, the kitchen was the best place to practice pirouettes. Oh, so you just do pirouettes so in your kitchen? I will spin a lot. I like Britney Spears spin in my kitchen oh, while wow. I'm waiting for the water to boil or for the um, microwave to end. But even like here at the station, if I ever bring food and I have to put it in the microwave, I always do. I wait there while it's microwaving because I'm like, what am I going to like? I don't want to walk away and then forget about it or like, I don't know, make somebody else take my food out or yeah. whatever. So like I just sort of will pace in a circle or I just my body needs to move. Uh, do you have any weird rituals, Holly, that you do when you're waiting for things in the kitchen? I'm doing all the chores. I'm doing yeah. the like this morning, turn the kettle on, wait for the water to mm-hmm. boil, do the dishes, do yeah. the wiping, do the cleaning because it's stuff that I don't want to do. But it's like, well, what else are you going to do? You know what? That get is done. That is the smart done. thing mm-hmm. to do, you know, to do to make little to do little jobs when you're waiting for something like, for example, I do clean the shower when I'm in it. I find that to be like a good use of time right like i'm like i'm already here and the water's going i might as well clean some like you stuff bust out the the brush, brush the scrub brush it lives in the shower uh-huh. and i just go to town on the grout you know that's like, multitasking yeah i just but i learned that from somebody else who was like if you clean the shower when you're in it it won't be frustrating later when you have to go back and clean yeah, it then it's not sense. fun it's like a whole separate occasion mm-hmm. so i should probably not be pirouetting in my kitchen and britney spears spinning i should probably be yeah well whatever actually it doing takes, little man. jobs <laughs> thank you for indulging this question i mean sometimes you know you use your phone the phones are great distraction oh especially here like if i have to put something in the microwave and i don't have anything else to do just Open up your phone. Scroll. Yeah, but you mm-hmm. can say that scroll. you're working, working. Exactly. right? Yeah, I, and, and multitasking. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm just microwaving, and I'm catching up on the latest Hollywood gossip. <laughs> That's Thank you. Right. Uh, speaking of catching up on the latest Hollywood gossip on the Colleen and Bradley Show, when we come back, I want to revisit that A Rod story. There mm. were like two A Rod stories that happened simultaneously last 
yesterday. Yeah. Last day. Um, yesterday, number one, that he was hanging out with Lindsay Shookus. Which is weird. Which I always feel like I'm saying a naughty word when I say that. And number two, <laughs> that he is going to be J-Lo's neighbor in the Hamptons. Yeah. And I just would like to dig deeper into those stories and also celebrate the fact that it seems like A-Rod is finally figuring out how to do this. Play the celebrity game. We'll talk about it when we come back on My Talk 1071. Well, it seems as though A-Rod has finally figured out how to play the celebrity game with his breakup from Jennifer Lopez. And I think we actually didn't spot all the details and we didn't celebrate it appropriately. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. In the early phases of A-Rod's breakup from Jennifer Lopez, mm-hmm. he was looking like a real sad sack. Yeah, it was just him and empty plates wondering where his family went. Oh. And remember he in his um in his Instagram stories, he posted about a date day and he was out with one of his bras. Uh, you know, just yeah, really trying to like lay on this. There was another, I'm trying to remember, it's like vague in my memory. There was another thing that he did that we were kind of critical of. I think you brought it. Uh, and I don't remember what it was. The but empty table setting. It wasn't that. There was one other thing where we were like, oh, A-Rod. Oh, you're trying. I mean, it was just the whole narrative, failure. I'm sure, about him. Like, you know, uh, he's still hoping that someday she'll come back to him. Uh-huh. And then hanging out with his ex-wife and, and posting about that because it was sort of in response. Well, the, two things happened yesterday. There were two stories about A-Rod, and I thought... Something about this feels different from the narrative that we've been reading about A-Rod. And okay. oh my goodness, it seems as though he has figured this out. How to get some positive press and still be attaching himself in a zombie publationship fashion to Jennifer Lopez. The first thing was that story of him partying at a birthday party uh, with Lindsay Shookus who was the Saturday Night Live producer who dated Ben Affleck. This happened over the weekend. Uh, There's a video of a backyard birthday gathering where A-Rod is sitting next to uh, Lindsay Shookus. Okay. And that went out over social media and everybody was like, oh, well, look at this. Look at this. Mm -hmm. Look at how this all plays out, right? We're doing a lot of Xing. We're doing a lot of X's. Getting Everybody's together. with their ex, or yeah. at least talking about their ex, or thinking about their ex, or, you know, pondering their ex. But the other story that showed up yesterday was that uh, Alex Rodriguez has rented a mansion in Bridgehampton, New York, for okay. the summer, which is a mile from Jennifer Lopez's residence in Water Mill. Mm-hmm. Now, what's funny about that is I've heard other people talk about this in different outlets, Talking about A-Rod being Jennifer Lopez's neighbor? Yeah. They're a mile apart. Yeah. I mean, and it's also the Hamptons, which is a limited area. So there's probably not many houses that wouldn't be a couple miles uh, apart from one another. Right. It's it's a small community, relatively speaking. This to me says, and I apologize, I'm, I'm having a little coughing fit. This to me says... That A-Rod and or A-Rod's people or A-Rod and A-Rod's people have finally figured out how to like hitch him to the story without making him look so pathetic. Yeah. 
Like, uh, you know, he left Katie Holmes' apartment building, which mm. hundreds of other people live in. Ooh. Right? Yeah, like that doesn't... Nice try. You know what I'm learning in this whole experience? I don't really understand A-Rod. What do you mean? Like, I get it. He's a former sports person. Player of sports. Yeah. Yeah. And a very, you know, wealthy businessman. Yeah. He businesses. He businesses. He does the business thing. But, like, why is it important... For us to know him. <laughs> I think you're thinking too deeply about celebrity. Why is it important we know about any of these people? I think that he likes the attention. Yeah. I think and that's it might, all well, it is. And he's, as simple as I mean, that. Let's think about other people like him, right? And he probably sees himself as a version of that kind of person. Okay, so give me some examples. Well, I'm not going to. Fine. I don't because need them. Well, no, the, <laughs> no, just the, that wasn't a personal affront. No. That was the one name that comes to mind is one that I dare not mention on this station very often. Okay, that's fine. Do you see what I'm saying? I though? think I do. Like he is a person who's like, I'm businessy. I'm successful because I do business things. Mm-hmm. That's right. And okay. there are lots yep. of questionable activities mm-hmm. that go along with that in the vein of people whose names shall not be mentioned. Um, but also, and, and of those names who could be more mentioned, um, <laughs> Could be more mentioned. Um, I think of uh, you know he probably sees himself a little bit like uh, what's the 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 sports team owner slash billionaire's name. Mm. There's a few. Uh, yeah, who has a, a personality on television and beyond. Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. Thank okay. you. Yeah, and uh, they all are sort of like I am the hyper successful manly man. Who does manly things. So there is, I mean, I know this is like the, dumb, I'm about to say the dumbest thing. Okay. So everybody just get ready because it's about to come out of my mouth. So there's a lot of ego involved in that, right? Yeah. Because. Oh, for sure. Like there isn't like, it's not like he's. He has a painting of, isn't the rumor. That he's the centaur guy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like he has a painting of himself as a centaur. Mm-hmm. Over the bed. Over his own bed. Yeah. I just love that story. Yeah. But because, you know, we we understand when we look at like celebrities like J-Lo or other actors, why it's important for them to grab headlines is because that translates into real jobs for them. Oh, yeah. But for A-Rod, it's like he just is like businessy and has money and he but can I, just buy things. I think we underestimate the like power a, of sports. The Timberwolves. Um, I mean, I I think we do. Right, we underestimate the power of sports. Yeah, that's just yeah. Because there are, we don't pay attention. There to is that. a whole audience out there who who does look fondly upon a figure like Alex Rodriguez because of his connection to sports. In the in the same way that you know anybody who shows up to a conversation about uh, that involves the Kardashians is like, I don't understand why people talk about these people. True, that's a good point. Well, there's a whole history you don't understand, but also, um, it's not. The audience, you're not the audience, right? But there is a huge audience mm-hmm. where we wouldn't be talking about them. So right. I, it's not that I understand the appeal of an Alex Rodriguez mm-hmm. as a celebrity figure, but I certainly think like maybe I'm just not the audience for him. I'm not the sportsy, ego, uh, manly guys guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I also, there's something about him that unsettles me. Like, there's something about, he. it's like he's too charming. Do you see what I mean? Like, 
there's something about him, like when you see him in an interview where he's just really into you and he's, you know, yeah. got all the right things to say and he's very winky and oh, like, like smiley and like he read Dale Carnegie yes. right before like, he know. met oh, you. Really? Like, that's people. the vibe I get from him. And there's something unsettling about that where I'm like, I don't. I don't. He's toastmastering you. Yeah, don't toastmaster me. <laughs> that might work on J Lo, but it does not work on Colleen Lindstrom. Well, yeah, and one imagines that their relationship was one much more of convenience and business ventures than mm-hmm. it was actual attraction. I mean, right. I'm sure there had to have been some attraction there, but it seems like those two are, you know, in bed together in business way more than they were in bed together for other reasons. Which actually begs the question, they did have some business ventures together. I wonder what's happened well, to Well, why those? do you think that they they went their separate ways? She obviously felt like there was some stuff about to happen and she didn't want to get anywhere near right. it. Right. I mean, that's true. that's... You know, the assumption anyway. More mm-hmm. right. And what better way to distract us from us looking into Jennifer Lopez and then Alex Rodriguez? Hook back up with Ben. Thank you. Yeah. Pew, 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 pew. Meanwhile, he's like, I don't know. Who do I have? Lindsay well, shook us. Yeah, I just sort of feel like Jennifer won in that. J-Lo won in that because she had her next act already set up and it was like practically oh, written she, for her. Yeah. Again, it. it if you were to believe that this is genuine, it begs the question, what happened in the five minutes between when she left uh, Alex Rodriguez and when she hooked up with Ben. Yeah. Like, if you guys were about to get married and then all of a sudden that, what? Something done that up. Anyway, congratulations to A-Rod. It looks like your team has figured it out. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid idiots. idiots. After this on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. Hello. And uh, these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. Like where? Like South Carolina. What are we doing in South Carolina, trainer? Well, I want to tell you about a man who told cops his girlfriend of two weeks assaulted him. Which is a bummer. Like, after two weeks, I feel like that relationship was destined not to be Mm -hmm. very long in the world. Um, Responding to an assault call, uh, no emphasis on the ass, uh, from a Myrtle Beach residence, police interviewed the couple, both of whom said they'd quarreled. Uh, apparently the 45-year-old woman said, Hey, it's fine. It never got physical. It was just verbal. Her 54-year-old boyfriend alleged uh, that he was struck by his 45-year-old lady friend. The victim and offender had been dating for, as I said, about two weeks. Oof, that's not a good start to the relationship. And even better, had lived together the entire time. Oof. Really? Jumped right into that. How does that work, right? Not sure. Um, Since the man had no bruises or marks to corroborate his claim, and there were no other witnesses or witnesses, um, no arrest was made. But an incident report did uh, get made, which is why we know about this. So 
that none of this is unusual, mm-hmm. uh, but there is something unusual which earned this story crazy stupid idiot status. So again, the lady was like, nothing ever got physical. It was just verbal. Regardless, there was something that happened during the melee, the altercation that earned this story. Crazy, stupid, idiot status. Would you like to imagine what had happened? Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, I know. <clears throat> I know what happened. Do you? Well, the reason that they got into a physical altercation, the reason they were arguing in the first place, is because he was in the shower and she flushed the toilet mm. and then all the water went That's cold. That's a good one. That's a very good one. The worst. Happens not all the time, but it shouldn't happen at all. Um, <laughs> don't do that, especially if is it always like that? No, not in. All, I think it just depends on how you're like plumbed. an old old plumbing does that. Yeah, no, we don't do that in our house. I will tell you that yeah. would be rude. That would be a Rudy Tuesday. That uh-huh. was not what had happened. What had happened was um, there was there was a meal involved. Let's oh, put it that way: a meal of food, a meal of food. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. I got it. Uh, he wanted sausage pizza, and she gave him pepperoni. No, I I don't know that you're going to get this, so I'm just going to share it with you. It okay, turns fine. out um, they were arguing over s'mores. What's there to argue about s'mores? Well, first of all, it's just weird that like an argument over s'mores. Apparently, the girlfriend assaulted the boyfriend during an argument over making s'mores early Saturday morning. So why they were trying to make s'mores on a Saturday morning after living together for two weeks, mm-hmm. I have no clue. I feel like alcohol was involved. Uh, it, it You'd think, but nobody says anything about huh. booze. And, and, and also, I thought when I read this, like, was the argument that you put the chocolate on top of the marshmallow or you put the marshmallow on top of the chocolate? Do you use dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Like, what was the actual s'mores dispute? Yeah, what was the dispute? We don't know. It just says they interviewed the couple, and they both said that they'd quarreled over the graham cracker chocolate marshmallow delicacy known as s'mores. Okay. I have I have a thought that I'd like to share with this young couple. Okay. Meaning young in their relationship. Yeah. If two weeks in, you're arguing to that degree about s'mores... Like this, this thing isn't going to go anywhere good. Well, also, why are you living together after only being together for two weeks? Right. When you are the ages of 45 and 54, this is behavior of like a 19 and 20 year old. We're like, oh, we can totally just do right. what nobody else has ever done because we're different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our love is real. Yeah. Like <laughs> you have no idea. You guys are old and stupid. <laughs> Um, but these are 45 and 54 year old people respectively who should know better. They should know better. Yeah. Also, I still don't understand why they're having s'mores at Saturday in the uh, Saturday morning. See, this is why I can only imagine if it was early Saturday morning. That to me means post midnight, which means they were out by the bonfire drinking. That's I mean, all I possible. can think. Yeah, it's possible. Because s'mores is an evening food. Yes, I mean it's certainly not a Saturday morning. No, food. it certainly isn't. Yeah. Would you like to know who my crazy, stupid idiot is? Of course. We are going to be local. This is local yokels. Local yokels. We're going to Egan. Oh, all right. Yeah. Really in our backyard. I know. South like of the river. Super in our backyard. South of the river. Actually, like this is my high V too. Oh. Yeah. So. Are this, you in the story? I am not in the story. Because I believe we were right here. 
at work when this happened around 2.19 p.m. yesterday. Now, I saw this posted. Where else we'd be? Thank you. I saw a post on the Facebook that was that was from the Egan High V that said the following due to unforeseen circumstances, we are temporarily closed until further notice. We hope to reopen soon for our customers. And I thought, what in the heck happened? Then I saw the comments that were like, I can't believe these idiots did this. And but nobody explained what happened. Okay. So then I had to go searching to find out that yesterday at about two nineteen PM. They believe that this was the work of three, quote, juveniles. Okay, well, yeah, kids. They set a fireworks display on fire. Oh, that seems like a good idea. In the grocery store. Oh, yeah. And uh, there was a general blaze. I'm watching video, by the way, and people are just standing around, and I'm like, does nobody know where a uh, fire extinguisher is? I mean, is? it's a pretty big blaze. Also, um, it's a good thing, those that... Um, Certain fireworks are not legal in the state because that exhibit is just one of those. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly flammable and dangerous and horrible and be careful, but um, it's not like things were like shooting off in all directions because I feel like that would have burned the whole place down. Oh, that would have been a disaster. Yeah. But seriously, I mean, who does this? Three juveniles. Three juveniles. And frankly, anybody in uh, my neighborhood, because there have been so many fireworks lately, I can't even. Well, yes. Welcome to Minnesota. (sighs) Yeah, the fireworks. It's tis the fireworks season. Thank you very much. I didn't know there was a season. I thought we did this one day a year. Well, that was suddenly become months. It's true. Like, is it warm? Fireworks. Let's do fireworks. No. Also, not illegal ones. Thank you. Thank you. Where are we going next, trainer? Florida. <gasps> I knew we'd get there. Uh, we always end up in Florida, right? And I want to tell you about a lady named Kanisha. She's 34 years young, and she was busted late Friday following a crash near her home in St. Petersburg. Hmm. It's a bummer. That is a bummer. She allegedly slammed her car into a Taco Bell sign and then fled the scene. Um, what, did she grab a taco first? I know, right? Let's yeah. talk about it. Okay. <laughs> All righty. No, she struck a tree, then a Taco Bell sign, and then the eatery's water meter. And this was all about 10, 20 in the p.m. Uh, she was subsequently collared. They always use that term. I collared. love that. It's a weird term. But she was arrested uh, after being spotted speeding through two red lights near the Taco Bell that she had <laughs> driven to. Um, she apparently, when pulled over, was wobbly. Bloodshot, yep. watery eyes, mm-hmm. dazed and blank expression on her face, yep. and an odor of an alcoholic beverage on her breath. Sounds about right. She refused to provide breath samples. So that's awesome. Um, but that <laughs> none of that is crazy stupid idiot worthy. Right. I mean, that is kind of garden variety. I would say the dumbest thing about it is that she didn't get a taco. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're in the proximity, you'd think um, she make a run for the border. She apparently has also been convicted in the past of seven separate convictions for driving without a license. This reminds me of the person we talked about last week who had 99 suspended license violations. Again, when is like, when does that stop? Right. At what point are you like, that's enough. Thanks. So the crazy, stupid idiot status is, I don't know, dare I say well, I don't even know who to crown crazy, stupid idiot in this story beyond the actual criminal behavior. Mm-hmm. But 
here we are because I'm sharing the story. So there's something bizarre about this. Not bizarre. There's something ironic about this story. Irony is is a okay. common trait of crazy stupid mm-hmm. idiots. Like, mm-hmm. you know, people who oh. wear T-shirts. That's what I was going to say. Was she wearing a T-shirt that said, um, I don't know, something? I'm drunk and all I got was the this stupid T-shirt. Yeah, or something like right? that. FBI female body inspector. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure she's she probably wasn't that that. No, it's her name. Kanisha, I told you, is her first name. Yeah. Her last name, though, dear ladies and gentlemen, is Booze. Kanisha Booze. She was just trying to live up to her name. She boozed. She loosed. Yeah, her last name is Booze. I mean, it's just, can you imagine the police officer pulling uh, her over or arresting her because mm-hmm. apparently they had to deal with her in a bloodshot, watery eyes, dazed and blank expression on her face manner. Um, and they hand, she hands them her license and it's like, hi, I'm 34-year-old Kenesha Booze. And they're like, oh, I just feel yeah, like, are. are you working out some trauma? Because, right? you know, your name and thing, maybe that's caused some... You know, I mean, I don't know. It's like, I feel like somebody I know had a gym teacher named Jim Teacher. It's like, when you're born with that name, what other choice do you have? A yeah. self-fulfilling prophecy. It yeah. just is, right? I so had if a job name... as a trainer once, and not a, a physical trainer, yeah. a uh, classroom trainer. And uh, the woman who hired me said, I only hired you because your name. Ha <laughs> ha. And I was like, that's funny. And it's not funny at all. So stop saying that. <laughs> Prophecy fulfilled. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Hmm. My initials are B and J. So you can imagine how I have been living up to that name. I don't understand. What? <laughs> just kidding. Prophecy fulfilled. I'm just Prophecy kidding. Fulfilled. Prophecy fulfilled. Beep, beep. The people doing math out there are like, I don't get it. Yeah. Man. Well, look it up. Figure Check it out. out the Urban Dictionary. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got a little game to play. That game is called the Throwback. Live. We'll do that after this on My Talk 1071.